Welcome to the God Empowered Podcast, the place where Jesus, mental health, and entrepreneurship intersect to help you build an empowered life of true freedom. I'm your host, Angel Marie, a life and business coach, real estate investor, and dog mama of two. Join me every week as I provide short, valuable inspiration on going from anxious and broke to joyful and financially free, all while doing it God's way. Prepare to get one step closer today to achieving mental and financial freedom in your life and business. Let's go. What's up, friend, and welcome to the official second season of the Empowered Mission podcast. I am so excited. I took about a month and a half off just from the 2022 holidays and 2023 started the year to reflect, renew my mind, and prepare for another great season of this episode for you. So I'm ready. It's going to be good. As always, Empowered Mission is here specifically to help entrepreneurs and creators succeed in their faith money, and mental health goals. We believe that those three are necessary and needed in order to reach the level of success and abundance that you're wanting in your overall life. Hence why I would love to kick off this first episode of the new season talking about boundaries. Setting boundaries when you are running a business and or when you are running multiple content streams is so essential. I think a lot of times we forget that because once you're running your own business, you're making these decisions, you might have some more flexibility and freedom in your life because you're working for yourself. So we kind of just get on this hamster wheel of working, working, working and building, building, building. And we forget about this other core aspect to make sure that we as entrepreneurs are okay. And that aspect, my friend, is setting those boundaries. So I just want to give you some examples of the boundaries that I set for myself and my business that really just help me prioritize my mental health and well-being. My hope is that my examples is something that inspires you to create your own examples of the boundaries that you would like to set for your life too. Let's dive in, starting with boundary number one, social media notifications off. I am not notified when someone likes, comments, or sends me a DM. The reason for that is because I've come to find that it triggers me. It triggers me in seeking specific validation every minute of the day. If I have social media notifications coming to my phone and I'm seeing that not as many people as I thought were liking or engaging with my posts, then there's going to be a part of me that feels devalued. There's going to be a part of me that wants to hurry up and go on that Instagram post that I put up to see who did validate me, who did like it. Well, why didn't these other people comment on it? And that's where I just need to pause realize where my issues lie when it comes to how easily my insecurities are triggered and making sure that I'm aligning that with the right solutions so that I can be better. And that solution for me was setting a boundary to turn social media off. In a way, it helps me build confidence because I'm just posting content that I think is good, that I think is going to help someone, whether one person sees it or a million people see it. I'm not so focused on the numbers aspect anymore. It also helps me avoid distractions when I'm trying to focus on other day-to-day tasks of the business. Honestly, it's so easy to be overly consumed with social media. I I would probably recommend to anyone, not even just entrepreneurs and creators, but anyone to get those notifications turned off. You can dedicate certain portions throughout the day, and you should, to engage with your incredible social media community. I know I do. 
but not at the expense of getting notified every single time someone does engage. It helps me so much sustain the journey, especially of creating content on social media, and I really think it could help you too. Let's dive into boundary number two. This is any communication tools that you use, limit them. For example, I know a lot of people use Slack to communicate with their team or with their clients. I know that I use Slack myself. And I used to be the kind of person that just had Slack notifications on all the time. I needed to respond to every client. I needed to respond to my team members because, hey, I am telling them the things that I would like for them to get done. So they need my approval. They need my eyes on XYZ. Man, when I tell you checking those messages early in the morning or late at night, that that ain't it. (laughs) It's just not it. So I got better at disciplining myself in my business by setting notifications to turn on automatically at 9 a.m. and to turn off automatically at 6 p.m., every weekday. This limits the need for me to respond before or after that time frame. And it gives me more room to breathe, to remember that life is so much more than me. It's so much more than my business. I have friends to focus on. I have family to prioritize. I have me to take care of to make sure that I'm good and ready to go for tomorrow. So whatever you use or if you use any communication tools for your team or clients, limit it, limit it. Third boundary. I extend client deadlines by one day. I know for me in my business, I work with a lot of clients. So when clients ask me when I will have something to them by, I always extend it by a day to give me extra breathing room. So for example, if I know I can have something done for them by Wednesday, I'm going to tell them Thursday instead. That extra day can make all the difference because anything could happen right? Especially when you're an entrepreneur or a creator, projects can come up or you might want to refocus or reshift based off of how you're feeling creatively. So giving yourself that extra day can really help. And don't feel guilty. Don't feel bad. Man, I used to feel so guilty if I felt like extending it by a day made me look bad or, you know, they were looking down upon me as their consultant. It is not like that. At the end of the day, you have to realize An employee to employer relationship is very different from a client to a consultant relationship. Very different. You run a business when you have clients. That means that you run it the way that works best for you in order to do your work for them well. So if extending it by a day is going to help you do your work for that client better, then do it. And it's just a really healthy boundary to put in place. All right, let's talk about that fourth boundary that I have learned to implement in my business. No meetings on Mondays and Fridays. This is probably one of my favorite boundaries because it really helps me focus and start and end my week in the ways that I prefer. After the weekend, I like to refocus where it's just me and my headspace. Same thing at the end of the week when it's Friday. I like to refocus where it's just me and my headspace. It gives me time to plan for the week ahead. It gives me time to analyze how the week went. And it gives me time to focus on other business projects. This is especially for those that are listening that 
uh, have a lot of client meetings or work with a lot of coaching students and you run coaching sessions, that's great. I do the same and I love what I do. But I also realize that in order for me to show up well and be the best coach that my students can be or be the best consultant that my clients have, I need to create space around specific days where I do not have any meetings. And for me, Mondays and Fridays work best. So think about your schedule and what would work best for you. I highly recommend even just blocking off one day a week of no meetings. Man, it's going to make all the difference. I promise you. Now that brings me to the fifth boundary that I personally set for my business. No meetings for the first hour of my day and the last hour of my day. I block off my calendar for the first hour and the last hour every single day. Again, because I do not want to start my day in a meeting and I do not want to end my day in a meeting. I like there to be dedicated focus time within those hours, all for the purpose of preparation, all for the purpose of getting my mind right, and all for the purpose of slowly weaving my way in and out of a really busy day. I would recommend any entrepreneur and creator to implement this exact same thing. All right, I'm gonna talk about my next one, which is also one of my favorites. (laughs) Honestly, probably all of these are my favorites because they just help me. They keep me happy. Uh, This boundary is to take one full day off every week. Now, here's the thing. I am not just talking about taking work off. I'm talking about the fact that you are not checking emails on your phone and you are not going on social media at all throughout that day. You need space. You need time to re-energize, to reflect, and to rejuvenate. And scrolling on social media is not going to feed that in a healthy way for you when you're trying to take time off to focus on yourself. This needs to be your Sabbath day. Now listen, if God took a rest day after creating the entire world, then guess what? You need to take a rest day too. You need to take a full day off of everything. Use that time to spend time with Jesus. Use that time to fully connect with him, to fill yourself and your spirit back up, to prioritize other things that matter in your life, like friends, like family, like self-care days, to make sure that you, as an entrepreneur, are good. I am obsessed with my Sabbath days. I look forward to them every week because I know I created this habit and discipline to have them frequently So it helps my spirit rejuvenate in the ways that it needs to. It helps God to pour back into me in order to sustain the next week ahead. We need that. I want you to visually imagine a cup filled with water. Now imagine turning that cup upside down. Eventually, all of the water is going to flow out and you're going to have an empty cup. So if you need water back in that cup, guess what? You need to pour water back in that cup so that it's full and not empty. You, my friend, are that cup. You're that same way. Eventually, you're going to run out of water. Eventually, you're going to run out of energy. you got to figure out what you need to pour yourself back up. That's where Jesus comes in. That's where rest comes in. That's where diving into other passions outside of your business comes into play. Remember to prioritize that. Last but not least, another boundary that I've learned to implement in my first year of entrepreneurship is to take a full week off every quarter. There are four quarters in a year, which means that once a week, every three months, I take a full week 
off. This could be a vacation that I take where I'm flying somewhere or taking a road trip somewhere. Or if I don't feel like spending that kind of money, I'll do a staycation. I'll stay home. I'll do fun things around my city. I'll watch a bunch of movies. I'll binge my favorite TV show. I'll read countless books. Rest, relax, and enjoy. This is actually a habit that I learned from the previous full-time job that I was at. Uh, I was so grateful to have an executive team that really cared about their employees' mental health. And something that they always used to tell us was to take one week off every quarter. And I just thought that was so beautiful and powerful because I've never had an employer say that or even recommend that their employees take time off. I admire it so much. By the way, this company is called ConvertKit. I will forever love this job that I used to work for. I admired that so much that I implemented it into my own business and it's helping. In fact, very soon, I already have my trip planned for where I'm going to go and what I'm going to do for my next week off. And I am excited. It's going to be good. So these are examples of some of the boundaries that I've learned to set for my business to sustain the entrepreneur journey because it's tough. It's hard running a business. It's hard to be consistent. It's hard to show up because it feels like everything is up to you. How you make money is up to you. How much money you make is up to you. But that's where I encourage entrepreneurs and creators to think differently. It's not just up to you. It's also up to the God that created you. And once you do that partnership with him in your business, you're going to find that God doesn't just want you to work, 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 do, do, do. He also wants you to rest. He wants you to be. And that's okay. We should never deny that. Just by implementing these boundaries, I've had a much easier time managing my overwhelm on a consistent basis so that it doesn't lead to this unnecessary burnout. It helped me to scale in everything that I do rather than completely flop. And honestly, if this is something that I can learn to do, then you can learn to do it too. I want you to remember, your business needs you. Your audience needs you. But so does your well-being. You need you, my friend. So keep that in mind. Thanks so much for tuning into this first episode of the second season of Empowered Mission. It feels so good to be back. Uh, In the next coming up weeks, we're going to dive into a ton of different strategies that have to do with mindset, mental health, and marketing, such as social media and email. So get ready for that. Again, all for the purpose of helping you succeed in your faith, your money, and your mindset. We'll see you soon, friend.